You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. You probably know President Trump's personal lawyer, Jay Sekulow. He, two weeks ago, the Washington, D.C. attorney went on TV and refused to rule out the possibility that the president would fire special counsel Robert Mueller. Last Sunday, Sekulow is back. He appeared on four Sunday talk shows denying that the president is under investigation, a direct contradiction of Trump's Twitter post saying, I am being investigated. So who is this lawyer? And better yet, why is he on Trump's legal team? Here to answer that question is Bloomberg Business Week editor Paul Barrett, who's written about him in an article. Paul, he has an unusual background. Tell us about it. Very unusual. Uh, he uh, grew up in a Jewish family, uh, went to a Baptist college, um, got involved with uh, Jews for Jesus, and in the late 1980s became um, probably the most prominent Supreme Court advocate for the Christian right, uh, period. Uh, and for the next uh, uh, couple decades, he uh, was involved in some dozen Supreme Court cases, several of them quite important. He also represented anti-abortion groups and made quite a name for himself in Washington. In more recent years, he's appeared uh, on Fox News as a legal analyst quite a bit. He has a syndicated radio show. Um, but the one thing that he's not is a white-collar defense lawyer, which is what one would think President Trump needs at this moment. Exactly. Now, af tell us about how, um, after filing for bankruptcy protection, he switched the focus of his law practice right. and his running of these interlocking Christian nonprofits. Sure. Well, out of law school, he became a tax lawyer, was very successful for a few years, then ran into financial difficulties, ended up filing for bankruptcy, and the Christian-related uh, law practice was kind of what rescued him from uh, that uh, financial failure early in his career. Um, he, uh, over time, got involved with a couple of different uh, nonprofits that are related to, to one another, and these are organizations that raise a good deal of money. He's the chief counsel of one, president of the other, and uh, this is, uh, you know, how he participates in uh, the, the mixed life of religion and commerce, law practice, all kind of bound together. Do we know how Trump came to hire him because the other lawyers were sort of familiar with them. Yeah. Uh, I was unable to get the answer to that question, although, believe me, I, I believe you, <laughs> I asked. Um, and uh, I, I think the best guess is that Trump was probably familiar with him more in his Fox TV uh, identity, uh, because uh, Trump is, of course, a big cable television watcher, a big fan of of Fox, and also because in his radio show and on his websites and 
elsewhere, Seculo um, has been very supportive of Trump, and Trump uh, likes people who uh, are loyal to him. So does it seem to you as if he is the spokesperson for the legal team? I think it's most likely that that will be his most prominent uh, or obvious uh, role. He, he's a very accomplished appellate lawyer um, in one area, having to do with the First Amendment, with establishment of religion, free speech, and so forth. So it's kind of hard to imagine him getting into the nitty-gritty of uh, obstruction of justice, uh, abuse of power, uh, things along those lines. Um, but I, I wouldn't rule anything out. Seculo is a very capable person. Um, and despite his performance last Sunday, he is normally thought of as a very well-spoken person. I think he was given an assignment that may have been impossible to, uh, to square a circle or to uh, basically try to retract something that his client had said explicitly. You're, you're talking about how on, on uh, Fox with Chris Wallace, he yes. contradicted himself. Yes. Well, he was basically saying the president is not being investigated, which had two problems with it. First, there's no way he can know exactly whether the president's being investigated or not. And second, his client, the president, had just recently tweeted, I am being investigated. So that was a difficult uh, undertaking to try to prove the opposite of that. Might be harder than being before the Supreme Court in a, in a, to try to, uh, to do that. Now, let's talk a little bit more about Trump's defense team. As you mentioned, he's sort of out of place on this team. It continues to be led by New York attorney Mark Kazowitz right. and Martin Dowd, a Washington white-collar attorney. Tell us John Dowd, yeah. John Dowd, sorry. Yeah. Tell us about uh, John Dowd. John Dowd has been around uh, Washington for a long time. Um, he is well known, for example, uh, for representing uh, politicians. He, one of his most famous clients was uh, Senator McCain. When McCain got wrapped up in what was known as the Keating Five scandal way back late 80s, early 1990s, uh, McCain was ultimately uh, exonerated of the allegation that he intervened with regulators on behalf of a campaign contri contributor. Uh, so Dowd has had clients like that. He's very well known in the Washington legal circles. And he is a kind of predictable, uh, understandable uh, member of the team. Uh, Mark Kazowitz is very well known in New York legal circles, but does not have deep Washington experience, does not have criminal law or white collar defense uh, experience to speak of. And so he's another kind of curiosity, although there you can completely understand why Trump would pick him, because he's been one of Trump's main lawyers for many years, representing Trump personally. And I think there's probably just a lot of personal trust there. And was Dowd brought in because there was a lot of critique of Kazowitz that he was a New York lawyer, yeah. that he really wasn't involved in this area, and that he was only there because Trump trusted him. Yes, I think it's very fair to to uh, to surmise that uh, Dowd was added to to respond to those questions and criticisms uh, of Kazowitz, who, by the way, in his own kind of public de debut as Trump's lawyer in this current scandal, didn't do such a great job. Uh, himself, he put out a, an email statement that had a lot of typos in it, um, and was was rather uh, aggressive in his in his uh, uh, in person uh, performance. Um, so I think that uh, this team uh, probably has a lot of work to do in terms of uh, getting their uh, 
getting themselves organized and putting their best foot forward. Well, as you mentioned, it's very difficult. What what Sekolo is saying, I mean, first of all, they go back to what Comey said, which was which was quite a while ago that he knew what was going on. And also, right. you know, people know that you don't have to necessarily be told at the beginning that you're the target of an investigation. Uh, that's exactly right. And I think uh, Sekulo was basically sent out to with the mission of trying to wave his arms so vigorously that people would not pay attention to the president's tweet. And he did a lot of arm waving and a lot of speechifying. And in the end, uh, Chris Wallace on the the Fox show actually said, oh, boy, this is so weird. And that was really my reaction, too. This is quite weird um, and uh, quite uh, ineffective for a broad audience. But I think, in fact, you could uh, guess that his real audience was an audience of one, his client. And my guess is his client was probably satisfied with his performance. So true. It's a great uh, story, and it's on Bloomberg Business Week. And you can also get Bloomberg Business Week, the new revamped fancy edition of Bloomberg Business Week on the newsstands. Thanks so much. That's Paul Barrett, Bloomberg Business Week editor. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.